1 John 5. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God, and everyone who loves the Father also loves the one born of Him. This is how we know that we love God's children, when we love God and obey His commands. For this is what love for God is, to keep His commands. And His commands are not a burden, because everyone who has been born of God conquers the world. This is the victory that has conquered the world, our faith. Who is the one who conquers the world but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Jesus Christ, He is the one who came by water and blood, not by water only, but by water and by blood. And the Spirit is the one who testifies, because the Spirit is the truth. For there are three that testify, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three are in agreement. If we accept human testimony, God's testimony is greater, because it is God's testimony that He has given about His Son. The one who believes in the Son of God has this testimony within himself. The one who does not believe God has made him a liar because he has not believed in the testimony God has given about his Son. And this is the testimony. God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. The one who has the Son has life. The one who does not have the Son of God does not have life. I have written these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. This is the confidence we have before Him. If we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have asked of Him. If anyone sees a fellow believer committing a sin that doesn't lead to death, he should ask and God will give life to him, to those who commit sin that doesn't lead to death. There is sin that leads to death. I'm not saying he should pray about that. All unrighteousness is sin and there is sin that doesn't lead to death. We know that everyone who has been born of God does not sin, but the one who is born of God keeps him, and the evil one does not touch him. We know that we are of God, and the whole world is under the sway of the evil one. And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding so that we may know the true one. We are in the true one, that is, in his Son, Jesus Christ. He is the true God and eternal life. Little children, guard yourselves from idols. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This letter is anonymous, but the author's writing style and content is super similar to what we see in the Gospel of John and the books of 2nd and 3rd John, so the general consensus is that they're all written by the same guy, though there is some debate. It doesn't really matter, though, least of all to him. He's less concerned with us knowing who he is and more concerned that we know who Jesus is. That's one of the major themes of this book, the identity of Jesus as both fully God and fully man. 100% and 100%, not 50-50. You may recall that the Gospel of John had that same lens, Jesus as God. 1 John said we have overcome the world. That sounds great, but what does that even mean? I can climb Mount Everest? I can win the Olympics? No, even better. It means I can resist sin and temptation. It means I am no longer in bondage. I can love like Jesus loves, even when treated with contempt like he was. Next, 1 John offers up witnesses that Jesus was who he said he was. And even though Jewish law only called for two witnesses, the author offered three, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. The Spirit is the first witness. The second witness, the water, is almost certainly a reference to the baptism of Jesus. And you may remember that when he was baptized, God the Father spoke from heaven and declared that Jesus is his beloved Son, and the Spirit descended on him like a dove. And the third witness, the blood, is almost certainly a reference to his death and resurrection. 
If you overcome the grave, that speaks for itself. And because he has overcome death, he holds the keys to eternal life. He alone stands as the line of demarcation between life and death. Verse 12 says it this way, The one who has the Son has life. The one who does not have the Son of God does not have life. John wrote this so plain and clear for one reason, according to the next verse. I have written these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. He wanted believers to be assured of their faith, to know that it's real. All this talk about love and obedience and truth and light and life, it's all to help us gain confidence not just in what we believe, but in who He is and to know that we are His. Because He's where the joy is. I'm Tara Lee Cobble, and you're listening to the He's Where the Joy Is podcast presented by LifeWay. LifeWay.